This is the Make It A Grain podcast with Morgan Sager, episode number three. Did you know you can find this on YouTube? What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Making It Grain, a podcast about farming, gardening, and growing happiness. I'm your host, Morgan Seger, and I'm trying something new. I'm recording this podcast so uh, video so I can share it on YouTube. Um, right now, I'm just hanging out in my kitchen. I actually kind of enjoyed recording out by my garden. Um, being outside gives me, I think, a little bit more inspiration and keeps me on task. But it's really windy and I didn't want the audio to be jumbled up. So I am in here and I just wanted to hop on and give a quick update about where we are this spring. Spring is one of our busiest times because we're trying to get everything planted and sprayed and off and going. But um, you know, it all depends on mother nature. So we were able to finish getting all of our crop planted pretty timely this year. Um, and like I mentioned in the first episode, we don't farm a lot. We're not like one of those really big farmers, but we are growing. Um, we planted about 120 acres of soybeans and um, about 100 acres of corn this year. So everything is finally coming out of the ground and it's looking really good. Um, with the exception of the last like week and a half or so, we've gotten a ton of rain. So we'll probably have a little bit that we need to replant, especially in our beans. Um, but it's small acreage, you know, it's small patches here and there. The, the areas that always drowned out or have too much water had too much water. So um, currently we're just sitting and waiting. That's one of the nice things that mother nature does for you is, Sometimes you have to fix things or replant, but usually because you can't get in as soon as it's done raining because the fields are still too wet, um, it gives you some time to really put together a plan. So that's where we're at right now. Weed control and everything like that looks good. So today where we sit, you know, it's what, May 2020, my husband and I are conventional farmers. And what that means is we we plant seeds that are GMOs. So they are tolerant to different herbicides and we spray our crop with synthetic, um, you know, herbicides, insecticides, whatever we think it needs to be the most productive. Um, that's, that's how we manage things today. We also, um, do no-till. So there's discussions back and forth about what would be best tillage or no-till. I feel like the traditional picture you see or something you would think of with a farmer is like an old plow that turns the dirt over. We actually um, don't till, and, and it's for a couple of reasons. We believe we can have some better soil health by not disrupting the soil so much. Uh, we don't personally go out and count earthworms, but we think there's probably a better environment for earthworms when we aren't always turning over the soil. And that in turn is good for our crop. Um, if you think of like back in the dust bowl days, if you work your ground too much, it's easy for it to stay loose and potentially move away. And that can cause a lot of different problems. So we do no-till and it also saves us time and fuel in the spring. So we're not going out in the field and working ground. Um, 
But because of that, we also aren't tearing up the weeds, which is part of why we farm conventionally. Um, it's all it's all really a system, right? So once you're in a system, it's kind of hard to change. Um, one thing now that I have um, quit my day job or my corporate job, and I'm staying home. Um, you know, we've been spending a lot more time brainstorming about what do we actually want our farm to look like. You know, we have always farmed this way because um, my husband's dad and family farmed that way. So um, we have been considering doing different things to diversify or change the way we're managing our crop. Um, but those things come with risk and those things come with um, time that we didn't necessarily have before. So we are both working full-time jobs. Um, my hours in the spring and in the fall when we needed to get the work done um, were usually extremely high and it was hard for me to be around um, not only to help on the farm, but even to take the kids so my husband could go to the farm. So now that that's kind of changing, we are reevaluating um, what this looks like. But it's a hobby for us. And it's also, you know, kind of like a side business, I guess I would classify it. So at the end of the day, regardless of what type of a consumer we are, um, we have been doing what we know and um, what we have a market for. So more on that, I think that our story is going to continue to evolve as I learn more. Um, there's definitely a lot of things that I'm interested in and want to try, but I just haven't had the time to um, really understand what it takes as far as input of time, resources, and equipment. Um, but we're learning. It's a journey, so welcome <laughs> to our journey. Um, so that's our farming update. So far, things look good. We're going to have to probably replant a little bit. Um, maybe not. Right now, we're just waiting for things to dry up so we can do our side dress. And if you aren't familiar with like agronomy <laughs> uh, terms, basically what that means is once our corn gets up, or at least this is the way we manage the fertility in our, our corn, is once the corn gets up to be like a couple inches tall, usually for, for us, it's usually like V2 to V4. So it has two to four leaves. So it's at the second or fourth vegetative stage um, is when we go back in and we use an applicator that um, puts liquid nitrogen into the field that then feeds the crop. So we usually do that um, here pretty soon, but right now it's too wet. So we are waiting for it to dry up. Now, a quick update on the garden. So the other day on um, Instagram, I did a garden tour because I saw one of my Facebook friends do a garden tour and her garden was gorgeous and it made me want to do it in case it inspires anyone to share their stuff as well. Um, I know everyone is saying it, but these are really weird times. Like with... COVID and isolation and things like that going on, things are really weird. And mentally, I have found, you know, some days are easier than others, but at the weirdest times, I, I get totally overwhelmed and 
emotional. And it's really strange and hard to explain, but one thing that I honestly really think helps, whether it's just a distraction or, or what, I don't know, but it is growing something. So if you um, have any interest at all in growing something, I encourage you to do it. You should go do it today so it can start growing if you haven't yet. And like, don't be hard on yourself. Just plant something and watch it grow. And I, I swear, I swear it's good. So my garden, um, I actually haven't spent, well, I shouldn't say I haven't spent any money on my garden yet, but, um, I was fortunate enough to share seeds with my mother-in-law who planted everything that she needed and had some open packets. So like seed from this year or last year that she wasn't going to be able to get around to, um, she gave me. So I have a very random assortment in my garden. Um, We planted onions and some lettuce, just like maybe like a three or four foot line of lettuce. I kind of just wanted to see how it would come up and then plant some more later. Um, And then we have three cabbage plants and four or five broccoli plants. Um, The ones I started from seed died. So I'm going to try to start some more in June inside and then transplant them later because I was talking with my friend John Smith and he told me that uh, broccoli doesn't do great in the summer. So I'm going to start that a little bit later um, to have like a fall crop. I planted beans and like bush beans so we could can green beans and sweet corn. And I had two sweet corn (laughs) plants make it. So this being a first year garden, we just tilled everything up and that dead decaying grass actually attracted the seed corn maggots. So when I waited and I was trying to be patient, but I finally started digging up the seed and I could actually see the maggots in the seed. So right now I'm waiting. Um, I think that it's probably past where I need to worry about that now. So Um, now I'm just waiting for it to get a little bit drier so I can get back in there and plant. Um, what else is out there? I planted potatoes and sweet potatoes that the leaves got totally, totally toasted (laughs) in the frost. So I don't know if they're going to come back, but I'm leaving them there for now. And then I planted some new sweet potatoes, a jalapeno pepper, a red bell pepper, three cucumber plants, like all in one mound. And then I planted some cucumber seeds, but they died. So don't have a great track record right now, but it is something to do. And I have a little spot in my garden where I sit. And usually I just sit in the dirt because I feel like it literally keeps you grounded. Maybe not literally. You know what I mean? Actually being on the ground, I think it's really good for you. So um no science to that. There might be science out there. I don't have science. I just like the way I feel after I sit in silence in my garden for a couple of minutes every day. Um, so like I said, I've killed a lot of things, but it's been fun. The kids love playing out there. Um, the things that I was most worried about losing, I planted in pots. So that way I don't have maybe as much risk. Plus I can move them in and out because I was planting them early. Um, so when we got those really cold nights, I brought them inside. So I have three different types of tomatoes and basil, parsley, and cilantro. And they're all just getting, the tomatoes are big. They're already forming fruit, but the 
the herbs I planted are like really tiny. So just getting started. And then we have what we call Pumpkin Mountain. So <laughs> this is one of my favorite things that I get to do with the kids right now is we have a basically a pile of scrap dirt, if you can call it that. I don't know what, what you would call it. But when we dug out our front porch and when we tore down a barn, we had some dirt that we needed to move. So it's all just been in a pile and it's usually just weedy and gross. And Ben will take the weed whip and like knock the weeds down each year. Well, I decided to go out and plant whatever I had left that didn't fit in the garden. My garden is, um, I have to measure it, but like the size of my minivan. <laughs> so it's not huge. Um, but Pumpkin Mountain is a nice addition. So um, a lot of what I've done out there is just experimenting. So um, again, my mother-in-law gave me some seed. She had zucchini, pumpkin, and muskmelon seed that she had saved from fruit she raised last year. Um, most of that has died. <laughs> but uh, I think there's two muskmelon plants that did come up and the rest I'm going to try to reseed. I was giving it a chance to come up and now letting it um, dry a little bit since we've had so much rain. And then I'm going to try to reseed with some of the remaining um, seeds that I have. And then I have, um, I have a lot of spaghetti squash coming and I actually have kind of a funny story about that. I don't know if it's going to sound that funny, <laughs> but um, one of my favorite things to do is watch The Office with my husband. <laughs> and um, with that inspiration, we took an old computer mouse and put it in jello and pranked one of his coworkers. So um, he, he didn't respond great from what Ben told me he was not happy <laughs> with us doing that. But it, once he found out it wasn't actually his computer mouse, then it was not so bad. Um, but anyway, in an effort to get him back, he did a very odd thing. <laughs> so he tried to prank my husband by putting some spaghetti squash from his garden in the back of his truck. And he apparently was thinking that um, Ben's going to drive away. And as it starts rattling around, he's going to be like, oh, what's in my truck? <laughs> so um, anyway, Ben didn't know what it was. So he put them on the steps at his mom's house as like fall decorations. And I went over there one day and I was like, so are you going to eat those? <laughs> and she said, no, I'm not going to eat those. So I took them home and I cut the seeds out and then roasted them and ate them. Um, me and the kids really, really like spaghetti squash. And um, I saved the seeds for a couple months and then planted them out at Pumpkin Mountain. And they are very prolific. So I'm super excited about that. And um, if his coworker is listening, don't be surprised if you don't get some spaghetti squash back. <laughs> so hopefully I don't kill him. Um, and then... I actually have been ordering my produce in with um, COVID going on. I have been trying to stay out of the store as much as possible. I mean, we don't really, you know, town itself is kind of a drive and a pain. So we don't really go unless we have to. And the one thing that we were always going for was produce. So um, we, we've been having that shipped to our house. And I actually have been working with Misfit Markets and they send some really random stuff sometimes, which is super fun if you like to cook like I do. And so I've gotten a couple different types of squash 
that I've saved the seeds and tried to plant. So we'll see if any of them come. Um, even if they don't turn into anything, it's been kind of fun for like the kids to see the different types of squash, try them and then plant the seeds. So I have that. I did plant some pumpkin seeds out there um, because it's pumpkin mountain. And you guys, it's a hill that's like, or a pile of dirt, I should say, that's like probably four or five feet tall at the highest point. It's not a mountain, but the kids love it. Um, there's one broccoli plant, a cucumber bunch, and I think like six more sweet potatoes. So um, that is what is out there today. Some of it is just now starting to pop out of the ground, which is exciting. Um, and then I guess, you know, like I said, I'll plant some of the stuff that died or replant some of the stuff that died. And then I also am going to try to plant some potatoes from sprouted potatoes out there just to see what happens. So it's kind of fun just to play around with things. My expectations are very low. So every time something greens up, I get super excited and take a million pictures of it. <laughs> so um, go grow something. And one thing I wanted to share, this is kind of random, but I feel like most people keep lettuce in their house. So something you could do today, if you don't have a you know, ground to plant something or even a pot with some dirt in it, is if you take romaine lettuce and you cut the the leaves off basically that you're going to eat, but do it like an inch and a half or two inches from the base and then put that base in like a little mason jar with some water and put it by the sun, the baby shoots in the romaine will grow. And it's not much. It'll be enough to like maybe put on a sandwich or like for taco night or something. Um, but it's fun just to watch it grow. Like every morning I come out, I check on my baby lettuce and um, Oliver, my son, especially gets really excited about it, like watching the lettuce grow. So um, something you can do that costs you absolutely nothing to get started. It's fun. Um, so yeah, I encourage you to go plant something. If you are going to do a garden tour on Instagram, I would love if you would tag me so I can see it because I love seeing other people's gardens. I get so much inspiration about things to plant, um, different things to try. And I really like my garden is kind of ugly because I'm on a very low budget, but other people who put a lot of time and energy and resources into their garden and it's really like an art form. It's beautiful. I love seeing it. So take me on Instagram. I'm just at Morgan Seiger. Um, same with on Twitter, Morgan Seiger. Pretty straightforward. So I appreciate you guys tuning in for this update. Um, my next episode, I'm actually going to be talking with a friend of mine who raises ethically raised meats. Um, more on what that actually means in the next episode, but you won't want to miss it. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Make sure you look me up on Instagram and Twitter at Morgan Seiger. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. If you want to learn more, go to myheartandsoil.com or check out the show notes on makingitgrain.com. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for making it all the way to the end. Today's bonus feature is Hakuna Matata by my kids while they stack their toys.
Doesn't sound like 